Alright. Oh, this is such a process. Sorry. <laughs> I interrupted you. <laughs> I was about to hit the most enthusiastic intro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, go, go on. No, no, go ahead. You've done it now. You've, you've done it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 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 I'm, I'm ready. You completely ready. took the wind out of my sails. I appreciate that. It was, you know, sometimes I open the pod and I'm like, hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's kind of, it's a bit, this time I was going to hit it like so triumphantly. I, just, just hit it. Just hit it. Just hit it. I'm ready for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 95th episode <laughs> of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as, I was about to say, as the BHL Hudson. <laughs> as the BHL Hudson. There <laughs> Not are just many, any. But this is the one. <laughs> um, here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, Ooh. and yeah. a professional setup, which he is very proud of, evidently. I, I, very, very proud. <laughs> and believe we haven't said this new haircut buddy oh my goodness i didn't i think because you had it when we did the announcements and such so i just yeah totally passed exactly. me by but new haircut buddy yeah. i don't want to say he's a new man he's he's organized and he's got new hair so <laughs> i mean i'm i might be recording with charlie hunnam it's frederick <laughs> but but it's not hunnam it's, it's <laughs> but he also looks nothing like charlie hunnam that was just a random person i picked out <laughs> yeah so you've gotten uh You've gotten the 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 sick cut, as they say. Uh huh. You actually you had it in the thousand subs video, so you have kind of showed it off a little bit. Oh, to okay, the, okay, to the okay, okay. This is true. Um, but you got you got to make an insta <laughs> so, post. Sh- shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have not made an insta post yet. So that that's so that, that is true. I mean, I will be mm-hmm. we will be seeing each other. I'm actually still a little while, like in two weeks. But when we do, then we can hit just the nastiest photo shoot insta post. Ooh, anyway, I, I, I like the, I like this idea. Just us posing with the corpse of Brett Dalton. <laughs> yes, the um, yeah, the cardboard corpse. To be fair, we don't have access no, to the I, actual one. <laughs> we, no, the actual one's locked in the Pentagon. <laughs> They're doing intense experiments on it, Phil Coulson's dead body style. <laughs> anyway, God, that's even that's an Agents of Shield reference within an Agents of Shield reference. That's that's never been done before. <laughs> Did we just break the internet? <laughs> Um, anyway, today we're talking about DCEU villains. I know, uh, I promised a banging pod Brilliant. last week to make up for the, I don't want to say, um, trash. Lackluster. <laughs> I mean, people seem to enjoy it still. Uh, I think I saw a comment that said, okay. I hope Benedict doesn't get eaten by a seagull or something. I didn't. Good news. I'm back. Good news. I mean, who knows? This mu- this episode might never air because it has happened. Yeah. <laughs> I could be a seagull in man's clothing. But um, anyway, we're going to be talking about DCEU and the Disappointment. <laughs> DCEU and the Disappointment. That is a very fitting title. Yeah, I mean, those, those two do go together pretty often. Shots fired, am I right? Anyway. God, DC is going to sue us. <laughs> we're going to get into this. Spoilers for all the films. There are time codes down below to the different villains. And I will say, a very special occasion here on the pod. Um, yeah. I have, so I for the first seven... I've done the usual, because, you know, we want to spice it up. I've done the usual one piece of real trivia, one piece of fake trivia. All of mine came from IMDb, just for the record. But then, for mm-hmm. the second half of the episode, for the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 others, Fidalgard came Fidalgard through with the trivia. has pulled his weight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll say none of, none of mine are from IMDb. I don't know how you found so much IMDb stuff. So a lot of this is nonsense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> some of mine but I just found I in a random like garbage can. 
said um, <laughs> none of these uh, all these 22 things i'm about to read are all false <laughs> but yeah uh it took 95 episodes but frederick <laughs> has put some effort in <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> but, uh, frederick has is doing the trivia at least partially because i did the first seven and i was yeah. like wait a minute we did say last time we would do frederick doing the trivia so uh shout out to whoever recommended that and let's just jump into this Boom. first of all let's do it general zod Okay. Also, wait, are we just discussing the villains and then we're doing the <laughs> trivia? <laughs> yeah. yeah so I was, we... I'm very just left in the dark there. First of all, General Sod. <laughs> that's how I opened the podcast. All right, starting off, General Zod. <laughs> so, yeah, we do each villain and then we do um, the trivia for the villain. Boom. Mm. Um, Ooh, all right. All right. So, also, sorry a, if you can hear a, a bit of creaking. It's uh, I'm in the basement again. <laughs> it's just my bones. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me moving my joints up and down. Um, have you seen Man of Steel? First of all, that would be kind of an important. I have seen. Man- that, I, ha- I have. I have. I have. Okay. There you go. <laughs> please. I have. Please. <laughs> what do you What do you think of Michael Shannon's performance? I I think he's he's all right. I I don't think he's uh, the greatest DC villain we've seen, but he's hmm. he's he puts a solid base in because this is the first DC movie, right? Or like in in that DC universe. DCU, yeah. <laughs> to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think for a while. Just looking at the list here. Yeah, for a long time, he was the best villain. Um, and debatably, he's still, like, top three. Because, I mean, as we'll get into, some of these are a bit stinky. But, um, I think, mm. I think yeah, if you look I at did, him, I won't lie, I did not recognize half the names that you sent me that I had to do trivia <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah, that, that should really end well for the for the trivia. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's a solid villain. He is... Michael Shannon's a great actor, and he does put in, like, a good performance. A lot of people have made fun of it mm-hmm. for the over-the-topness sometimes. By a lot of people, I mean a few people. I don't people. think it's that over-the-top, is it? It's, I mean, there is the part where he goes, I will find him. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> While someone grabs his nuts. <laughs> That's why his voice sounds like that. <laughs> yeah, it's very high, Michael Shannon. I mean, I think, I think um, it works, though, for the... And he gets his neck snapped in the end? Yes, I think I think that works really well for for Shannon's performance. <laughs> Just a good old neck snapping. <laughs> that was not scripted. But I don't know. I think especially because of the parts on Krypton and like the Kryptonian aspect of the film is clearly meant to be a bit Shakespearean, a bit like over the top and like a bit Thor esque, I guess. Mm. Um, and so I, I think, see I see the the Thor comparisons there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it works. Um, his over the top, like kind of screaming and his kind of his manner of speaking works for that. And also, I think it was an exciting choice because up until that point, we hadn't seen Superman properly fight another dude. Like, it had all been either Lex Luthor doing a land deal or whatever, and then he had to, you know, fight a plane, or... Doing a land deal. <laughs> he does a lot of... In the first one in Superman Returns, he does a lot of land stuff, this dude. But, um... And then also, like... Well, is that, is that set in the same universe? Well, Superman Returns is set in the same universe as Superman 1978. Okay. I ca- kind of. Okay. But so, and then, like, he'd fought, like, Nuclear Man on the moon and stuff, but we hadn't seen, like, a proper, like, modern, you know, punch-up. Um, and although mm-hmm. some of the CGI in those punch-ups are We hadn't seen a battle of fisticuffs. <laughs> some of the CGI is a little questionable. It's It was generally a cool idea to see. Um, and, yeah, there's nothing exceptional about his, like, motivation, about his, like, the deepness of his character. Like, it's a, it's a competent mm. motivation. It makes sense for the film, but... I think I think he's one of the better villains in the DCU, to be honest. I, I yeah. think so. so. He's not terrible, but he's not he's not peak. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, as we'll get to Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Um, 
first things first. Mm, of course. No no one is. <laughs> the trivia. Um, trivia A. Vigo Mortensen and Daniel Day-Lewis were considered to play General Zod. Trivia B. Mm. Mess Mikkelsen and Timothy Oliphant were considered to play Zod. See, I've, I've, started, a little, I've started a little tricky here. Because you might think Oliphant, he would it. make a Zod. But then you think Daniel Day-Lewis? I can definitely see Oliphant as a Zod. Mm. I think that is a surefire, a surefire casting choice. <laughs> I will say, which one was had Mass Mikkelsen in it? Was that the second one? Yeah. I will say Mikkelsen and Oliphant. You're wrong. It's true. Oh, Get him. No. I got, see, I knew you couldn't resist an Oliphant. If I threw a Mikkelsen in there, you really couldn't resist. You'd be like, I gotta go for the boy. Oh. But no, apparently <laughs> Vigo Mortensen and Daniel Day-Lewis were considered. I can kind of see Mortensen, I guess. Um, I haven't really seen. Him. I can't imagine. I can't imagine Day Lewis in. No, that's a bit. In this, that's aiming a bit high. Um, yeah. Terms, <laughs> like, no offense, Michael Shannon, but <laughs> yeah, like, that's kind of really rude. Like, yeah, no offense. Sorry, Michael. Michael. This is way above your pay grade. <laughs> yeah, but um, there we go. Moving on to probably my personal favorite, just in terms of talking about it. Um, definitely not in terms of the actual mm. character, Jesse Eisenberg's. Lex Luthor, mm. a man who, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get the choice that was made here. Like, <laughs> I don't understand Eisenberg. What? <laughs> He's an enigma of a man. Like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I was watching a clip right before you called just to kind of get, get in character, you know, and it just kind of get in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> that feel when you watch a Lex Luthor clip to get in the mood. And like it opens. God, do I know the feel? It opens, like the clip starts, and he just he turns around. And he just goes ah ooh e. Like he just he makes like random sounds. Just like it's just like what is this? And that was just emblematic of the whole performance. Like why are you just randomly making these going like ooh ah he, no, he ooh? It's like I feel ooh. like he's it was his Michael Jackson audition. <laughs> 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 and then like. There's just, he does so much weird stuff, and I, I get the idea of making him this, like... Like, this quirky, yeah, strange this dude, younger, but I guess it Mark, just gets, it gets weird. Yeah, not exactly Mark Zuckerberg-esque, but, like, they clearly made... I, I guess, no offense, Jesse Eisenberg, because I, I feel like you're not this annoying in real life, but they clearly just made him, like, a Jesse Eisenberg type of guy. Like, a kind of quirky, fast-talking... I honestly don't think that Eisenberg is a great dude in real life. I think he seems like a bit of an asshole. <laughs> is this purely based off of that interview that I sent you? Because I'm yes. I'm eighty percent sure that was scripted. There, that can't be real. There's no way that's real. No, because no, no, because I've I've seen it a, a, before and like it was <laughs> it wasn't scripted. It's so funny though. It's so good. If you haven't seen Jesse Eisenberg, it's so rude. like <laughs> raging at this reporter, but like in the most Eisenberg way of like, well, you know, uh, you well, know, maybe you know. maybe they should get a, a competent reporter next time. Yeah. <laughs> Like it my Eisenberg. <laughs> Look it up. I'm. I think it must be fake. I think it looks like it's like a Key and Peele skit. Like it can't be real. But um, <laughs> it's real. I'm telling you, it's real. I do think because he's a great actor, and I do genuinely. I've said this before, a lot. I think Zack Snyder and like the writers told him to do this. Like, I mean, obviously they're the director, but like they had the idea for this weird direction. For the, he he came in. He auditioned for Jimmy Olsen. Who you probably don't remember because he's the guy who gets shot in the face like one minute into his screen time. Remember that? Oh. And then they're like, you know what? You uh, make a great Lex Luthor. And I was like, 
<laughs> it's that what? is a questionable casting choice. He pisses in a jar. Um, is it his piss though? I'm sure it's Jesse Eisenberg's piss. <laughs> they <laughs> it's demanded not Luther's it. piss. It's, it's Eisenberg. <laughs> For ultimate realism. Um, I mean, you can tell what his pee looks like compared to others. <laughs> it must be. It. I mean, why else would there be a a jar of piss? You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes so, like, why, jars why, of piss do randomly appear. You were correct. <laughs> yeah, they just float in. <laughs> when Eisenberg's in the vicinity, you start running in panic. Oh, shit. He found us. Oh, my God. It's back. <laughs> like, I don't know. The There's also the part where he pushes a, I think it's a Jolly Rancher in someone's mouth really weirdly. At the end, when he's bald and he goes, ding, 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 and he's holding up the, the bars of the jail cell. It's so good. Now I think, am I now seeing your Eisenberg audition? <laughs> no, you remember that? Ding, 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 ding. Doesn't he say ding? I'm seeing... He says something like that. Or he's I don't like, know. I don't... I just know that in the end, he looks at Joe Manganiello and... I mean... <laughs> describes how most of our lives end, but that was in, that was in Justice League. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, I guess they toned it down a little bit for Justice oh, League. Oh, right. But man, what a... What a... What a statement. <laughs> also, oh my god, like, you can see it in the trailer as well when he's like, Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. I love bringing people together. And it's like, ugh. Uh. I mean, it doesn't help that, that his writing that, it was, was It was a weird Mickey Mouse take on it as well. It's like, ha Yeah, I and bring then... people together? Like, when he's supposed to be threatening, he isn't at all. He's just this, like, dweeb. Which I get, like, is the point for a lot of it, but then he's supposed to be genuinely, like, intimidating. It's like, no, he's just... Just kind of, also, he has that terrible hair. He has that terrible hair. I think it's a wig. Um, so, when does he get bald in, in the universe? Remember that he goes to jail, and then they shave his, shave his head. Oh, so they shave it there, okay. Yeah, and then he just keeps it, I guess, because he's like, you know what? I look pretty f***ing sick. You know what? I, I actually look like Lex Luthor now. So. <laughs> yeah, so, um, anyway. Uh, oh, hello? We have... Hello? Hey? Hello? Can you hear me? I don't know. The connection seems kind of terrible. Really? I should I should have pretty good internet now. I know it's just like it feels like you're coming in like a little bit delayed. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> I just hung up for the record and then I just I just see hmm ends call because <laughs> I thought like that would help. I just oh is it is it really <laughs> click? <laughs> oh, oh oh you can't hear me? You won't ever hear me again. <laughs> anyway, the trivia. <clears throat> Mm. Trivia one. Um, Jesse Eisenberg improvised the cringiest parts of his performance, including when he shoves a Jolly Rancher in someone's mouth. <laughs> Trivia B, or two, whatever I said. Jesse Eisenberg would walk to the sets in disguise, so his Lex Luthor look would not leak. <laughs> Which I just love the idea of Eisenberg just in, like, a giant fake mustache and, like, those glasses, just, like... Desperate that someone might capture the Lex Luthor look. <laughs> I feel like he's wearing like six different coats with all hooded. <laughs> oh my god! I could say six different disguises. He's like worried that they might accidentally get one of them off, so he wears several. <laughs> he just—he's like a nun, and then he's a policeman, and he's just. <laughs> god, it's all part of his cosplay fantasy. <laughs> also, like, like this Lex Luthor. Like, I get it, movie spoilers or whatever, but it's not like the look of Thanos or the look of like. The new Captain America. Like, it's just a dude in a terrible wig. Yeah, well, also, also, 
Maybe he was trying to hide the fact that he's going to look so <laughs> god-awful in the movie and that Lex Luthor has hair. Um, anyway, moving on to Doomsday, the other villain in Batman v Superman. What did you... Um, yeah. Bit of a walking, like, elephant mutant, isn't he? <laughs> That's how I'm going to describe you from now on. Bit of a walking <laughs> elephant mutant. Yeah. He looks a bit like a ninja turtle meets the abomination meets a, an elephant meets a... Meets... Meets... Meets your G- mom. Jimothy Oliphant. Okay. <laughs> they went the exact same direction. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean... So I don't remember. Does he does, does he speak? Or is he just no. like a walking mass of raw Lex Luthor-esque power? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's made from Luther... Luther's DNA and, <laughs> and <Zod. laughs> that's what the, that's what the jar was for it was just doomsday gestating um so Luther's DNA God. and Zod's DNA doomsday emerges as a brined pickle <laughs> and the, the Kryptonian ship or whatever and then he comes out and like not that doomsday ever has had a lot of personalities so like we shouldn't really look for that so it's really only like the look that could do anything like the the visual and his his the visual and you f- it's Snyder. <laughs> it, I mean, it is very Snyder. It, like, I guess it fits the world, but the world is pretty dull and gray and boring. <laughs> and I like, guess it fits in this world of complete <laughs> averageness. <laughs> and, like, as he gets more damaged, he grows spikes like he has in the, in the comics or whatever. That's fine. And he kills Superman, which I guess is his, like, defining thing. Which is, it's just, he could be replaced by another interchangeable giant gray blob which i think is a sign of a yeah. weak villain how does how does he look in the comics is he um he has more does he have long white hair he does at one point yeah because i remember but i don't I know feel if that's, like i remember that i don't know if that's if he's meant to be older there but he does at some point because i remember him from the justice league cartoon of course and um also of course. The, is there someone outside your window or is that just like a, a wave waving like leaf or something F- me that really scared me uh i hope it's just a leaf i there shouldn't be so it looked like god, someone's imagine. hand like gardening but I, I, it's actually uh, it's a leaf never mind oh my god that's S- terrifying sorry. <laughs> sorry. I thought I was alone at home sorry. Sorry. is that um, is that your um, dad peeking who, in the window excuse me who's why is Timothy <laughs> all up in your bed <laughs> anyway trivia no one in the film actually calls Doomsday by the name Doomsday or mm-hmm. Doomsday's look was modeled after a photoshopped image of what <laughs> Vin Diesel would look like if he was covered in 200 kilos of nuclear waste. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway. To be fair. God, you're making these way too. You're making these way too easy. It's obviously B. <laughs> to be fair. I think the first one isn't even from IMDb. I think that's just an assumption I make. Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure no one calls him. Oh, no. F*** me. That's not true. Lex Luthor goes like, it's your doomsday. So actually, they're both. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'll eat ooh ah ooh. That's my that's my Eisenberg. That's me falling down some stairs. <laughs> can you please help me up? <laughs> I can totally imagine Jesse Eisenberg falling down a flight of stairs and just saying ah eat ooh ah eat ooh ah. Ah you ah your doomsday. And he flops right on top of Timothy Oliphant. For some reason, that's also the all of it. It's on every surface in the world. <laughs> that's I mean, if you interpret that a certain way, that's horrible. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude, Timothy God. Oliphant is on every surface. <laughs> Yo, his DNA is scattered. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> poor Oliphant. Why are we going for Oliphant so hard? He's lovely. Is he? 
<laughs> I, I assume so. Um, all right, next up. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry I left you with a lot of the stinkers. I got a lot of the good ones up front because uh, we have Jared Leto's Joker, <laughs> which is... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that you got all the really trash ones. I got the best ones, lol. <laughs> God, it's almost like I organized this podcast or something. Whoa. <laughs> Did I, is that... Oh, my God. Is that, is that the Rafflecopter? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Jared Leto's Joker. A, uh, a divisive performance, mm. to say the least. He is damaged. <laughs> what do you think of Jared Leto as Joker? <laughs> well, Jared Lefinger pulled an amazing performance. <laughs> I mean, it's not... I don't know. It could work in a different movie. Yeah, it's... I mean, <laughs> Citizen Kane, that would be. <laughs> if he showed up in Shawshank Prison, that, that would really fit the character. <laughs> Walks up to Morgan Freeman. Oh, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> um, but he just... I don't know. Like, yeah, again, there's a lot of potential here. Jared Leto's a great actor who could... Pl- mm. I think is a good choice for Joker. And the idea of Joker being I think like, so a, as well. like a mob boss is sort of an interesting idea that sort of is tied to his origins I honestly a little just, bit. I think, I think it had a lot to do with... Because he said, like, what was it, like 90% of his parts were cut or something like that? Yeah, a lot it did of not, was Lou did not put him in a great light. But to be fair, I also do think it was kind of just a goofy performance at the end of the day. Like, it was... Like, I think it could have been better in a different film, but I still also mm. think he took himself way too seriously, and it, it's kind of, like, a little bit cringy of, like, when that one kid thinks they're, you know, putting on an amazing, crazy performance in a, like, school play or something, and really it's just, like... Yeah, You're exactly. just acting crazy. Like, you're like- just... There's nothing nuanced to it, you know? He's just acting crazy. I know that's easy for me to say, like, maybe he really did, you know, put a lot of nuance that I didn't even see, because it, you know, potentially also because the movie cut it all out. But it just seems mm. like he's just, like... I think the build-up didn't help him at all. All the stories that are coming out, he's staying in character for all of this time and all that. No, I, like, I think the movie, similar to the KSI show, was very, very hyped. Mm. Like, to the point where it got... Like, it just got people's expectations way too high, especially for, for the Leto Joker. Because the last yeah. time it was a Joker, like, live action, yeah. we, got, we got the Heath. Yeah, and there and was, was genuine nuance in the performance. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> And again, it, uh, I think it's partly not his fault. I think it's partly his fault. I mean, he does also have a bit of a Carrie-esque impression. You know, he does the honka-honka thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. He's like, he says the itch in my crotch. So, you know, there's, there's that. Crotch? <laughs> he looks directly to camera. The itch in my crotch. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall. <laughs> I've got a serious itch in my crotch. It's an advertisement for medication for crabs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of something I liked. I guess his laugh is pretty good. Um, I kind of like, I like the, I like the design of him and like the, the, the Joker costume and look. I think yeah, it's, it's all right. it's grown on me. I didn't like it initially, but I guess, I guess that at least fits the film really well. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I would have liked to see him and Batman interacting because I do think he could be sort of a fun, like, but then again, we did see that in the Snyder Cut and it wasn't very good, but I think that was more down to the writing, but I mean, that, that was really also, bad, but anyway. When was that filmed, that part of the Snyder Cut where it was, Jared's the Joker? It was filmed in, I believe, at Zack Snyder's house, like in his garden or something, and like they put up a green screen, which is... Like, just like, but like, it was like... A newer part, not like when they were shooting Justice League. Yeah, it was new. It was new. Yeah. Ah. But anyway, trivia. Um, Mm. I believe for this one, I didn't even find... 
Yeah, I didn't even make up one. I just found two pieces of trivia that I thought were quite funny. So these these are both real, just for the record. Um, <laughs> the last two were fake. These two are real. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to compensate. When perfecting the Joker's laugh, Jared Leto publicly tried different laughs in New York City and Toronto to see which ones made people the most uncomfortable. So I can just God, that's, that is so weird. It's the most Jared Leto thing to go out in public and see how uncomfortable you can make people. <laughs> um, and then. Jared just, Leto, the fact, just, just the fact of seeing, just a part of seeing Leto on the street would make anyone quiver in fear. <laughs> and then um, Jared Leto got so immersed in playing the Joker that he wouldn't break character on set even when he wasn't filming. He even, oh uh, yeah, this is just like some of his antics that we should talk about. He even sent hmm. his fellow cast members Joker-like presents, a live rat to Margot Robbie and bullets to Will Smith, a soiled Playboy magazine to Adewale Ikanoye... Abbe, the guy who played Killer Croc, and a dead okay. hog, anal beads, and used condoms for the whole crew. Scott Eastwood commented... Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard the used condoms part. That's, uh... <laughs> good on you, Leto. Getting some, I guess. <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't even... Maybe he just used them, you know, with himself. It's very Joker-like, oh. you know what I'm saying? That, that is quite the jokester. He, <laughs> he writes on the condom, this was a solo mission. <laughs> But, um, and also, Smith mentioned he'd never actually met the real Leto, which, you know, is, is a very layered um, statement to say. <laughs> I mean, and also, I think recently he was like, oh, that was all very exaggerated, I didn't do any of that stuff. But the fact that there are so many reports about this, and, like, the cast members have he, said stuff about it. But he but he also said it himself at times. I don't, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't follow the Leto feeds too, uh, too carefully. But, um... But well, that's your mistake. <laughs> also, <laughs> I mean, a soiled Playboy magazine. Why do they have to like Leto? Well, well. Also, that's not a really Joker thing to do. To finish no, that's on just a, a Leto thing to do. <laughs> to finish on a Playboy magazine and give it to someone. Also, why would he give it to Killer Croc? That doesn't. What does that have to do with Killer Croc? Like, anyway. Like, what least, does a rat have to do with Margot Robbie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, at least bullets have to do with like Will Smith's character, but like. Anyway, then I mean we can we can kind of speed around these next several, uh, especially so we can get to yours because we have we have a lot to get to here. Um, we have also from Suicide Squad the the true villains because I guess Jared Leto is kind of a side villain, but Enchantress and or Incubus, um, yeah, ah, just yeah. just stinkers, aren't they? Yeah, not really. Again, it's that weird thing. weird belly dancing movements from. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, that's what's, genuinely what's, one. Of, I mean, as you'll see in one of my trivias, that's pretty much the only thing I can remember about her character. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, her name is June Moon. That's something. She dates Rickolus Flag. So, you know. <laughs> Rickolus Flagathan? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, again, there's potential there. Like, an evil witch who's from an ancient civilization, like, unleashed by touching an artifact. There's potential there. But, again, what she ends up doing, you could pretty much replace with any magical villain. Like, it does, she doesn't have any, like, real personality. She hates technology, so she wants to destroy them with technology. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Incubus just is the same thing, but, like, with less, and he looks worse, like, CGI-wise. Incubus looks so... I don't know. It's so strange. It it's like, like it was saw like game. the Egyptian hieroglyphics, and they're like, "Ooh, I kind of like the look of that. Let me make that awful." <laughs> yeah, take that, David Ayer. Um, <laughs> also, speaking of which, so I mean, <laughs> three out of ten on the DCEU scale. Um, mm. David Ayer trivia one. David Ayer cast Cara Delevingne before there was a script. He asked her to prepare for her role as Enchantress by stripping naked in the woods, preferably underneath a full moon, and walking in the mud at night. She reportedly did so. 
Um, blah blah blah. So interesting. Ayer, I've th- Sorry, a bit of a perv. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he didn't like. So, so, Kara, if you want this part, you're gonna have to get naked outside alone <laughs> like, in a forest. <laughs> I totally won't be um, near that forest sometime. By but the way, me- you see cameras; those are not <laughs> operating anymore. <laughs> and um, by the way, you see a sign that says "Property of David Ayer." Intruders will be filmed. Don't mind that. I I moved a long time ago. It's fun. <laughs> like I don't know. Again, we're we're joking. Like I assume he you know didn't have any bad intentions with this. But it's also just. Just in general, with the Jared Leto Joker as well, it feels like these people took this movie that ended up being kind of just like a, tr- a like kind of a trashy movie, if you will, like sort of a mm. not a very Bit prestigious a film. Like they took it so seriously. Like Jared Leto was doing this like Heath Ledger esque method acting where he stayed in character the whole time, and Cara Delevingne was walking under a full moon in the mud, and like it's like guys, like guys, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I know they wouldn't know that making it, but like they wouldn't have any idea that it was kind of. They were making sort of a fun, not so serious, like even at even if it turned out as they wanted, like a sort of fun, not so serious, you know, fast paced, whatever. It wasn't like a, I don't mm. know. I, I guess like can it was you know. yeah. It wasn't a movie that like whilst it obviously relies on performances and stuff like that. It's not a thing where it's like, oh yeah, if you, you need to go through six months of acting yeah. to make this movie good. <laughs> it's more just it's it's a fun romp, especially it? Cara Delevingne, who like is not. I think she was a model before she was an actress. Like she's not like. You know, an an actor's actor. Good at acting. No, <laughs> no, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It would seem like... Yeah, like, I mean, commendable for taking your part seriously and trying to, you know, add something to it. But anyway. Um, I mean, I'm good on you that you tried. <laughs> such an asshole podcast. Anyway, trivia B. Enchantress... It'd be funny if I made that up and we just went on, like, a five-minute conversation yeah. about that. Um, Enchantress's weird belly movement when she walks, was added by accident with CGI, and it was so f***ing brilliant that they decided to keep it, so. <laughs> no, that, honestly, did you do two truths again? Because that is <laughs> again, also kind very of a, likely. Kind of a douchey way to put it. It was so brilliant. <laughs> it was a brilliant acting choice, Kara. They decided to keep it. <laughs> anyway. Kara. Moving on to um, Ares, played by David Thewlis. Our favorite, <laughs> favorite dude. <laughs> I never David in my life. Thulis. <laughs> have I seen a man who fits his name more than David Thulis? Like you hear the name David Thulis and you look at him and he's exactly what you think he'd look like. I can't wait to meet his brother David Thumore. Wouldn't really be his brother if you think about it. <laughs> I don't know why they would name him the same first yeah, name. Literally wouldn't be his brother. <laughs> anyway. I, like, I like how that was your I like how that was your problem with that joke. Oh actually that wouldn't be the brother, I guess. It's uh, it's friend, we'll say. Friend by weird connection. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Um, anyway, he's... Uh, whatever. I mean, he's, like, he's kind of fun when he's... <laughs> Thulis is he's there, I guess. <laughs> when he's, like... You know, there's an element to his Thulisness that's, like, kind of kind of interesting because he's, like, this super British dude and then he betrays them, even though it's a very predictable twist. I mean, that's not that interesting. It's just kind of British dude. And then he, when it's he becomes... Thulis. Ares, again, it's the same thing. You could pretty much replace him with any big, hulking CGI monster man who then also, like, you know, is yelling about the most generic villain dialogue of, like, ah, oh, we yeah, can change exactly. the world together. It's like, sure. But see, uh, this, is where, this is where Thulis laughs and Cara Delevingne doesn't because she spent months walking <laughs> naked under moons where I feel like Thulis just turned up and took, like, some random turn into the studio and got the part on the day. 
I thought you were gonna say, and Thulis just does that on the regular anyway. That's his like, <laughs> nightly routine. And th- and this is what Thulis is. <laughs> um, so not not that impressive, personally, in my opinion. Although Thulis is a great actor. Um, trivia one. What else has Thulis been in? Harry Potter, dude. Oh, from. All oh, right, he's he's uh, Lupin. Is that, yeah. is that his name? And he's also in Legend, I believe, with the Tom Hardys. Oh, he is. Um, Tom Hardy's. <laughs> so, trivia one. David Thewlis has the most twiddly mustache ever. Which <laughs> is just... I mean, technically... That's, it's a, that's, that's cinematic fact? <laughs> technically, it's not true. I mean, not not true. <laughs> it's technically a huge lie. <laughs> or trivia B. Ares hides under the alias of Sir Patrick. The name of Patrick comes from the Roman term Patricius Nobleman, a fitting name for a Greco-Roman member of a divine ruling class. I don't know why I picked out like the longest piece of trivia. God, anyway. these these have quite the contrast. <laughs> One is very factual, and the other is this long-ass quote you've made. Yeah, true. I don't know which one to. Well, I don't know which one to choose. Um, I guess I'll go with the Thula stash as the right one, because it's just true. Um, and then lastly, for mine, the Wonder Woman, the other villains, Dr. Poison and Eric Ludendorff. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Eric Ludendorff. <laughs> so Dr. Poison, I think, is probably the strongest villain in the film. She has a bit more to her. She has a bit of, um, like, depth to her character and backstory. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I can't particularly remember it at the moment, but I remember it was there. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's kind of sad when she, like, loses the mask. She's like, Yes, because oh. she was burned or something with her poison or something. Um, her and Eric Ludendorff have, like, a moment where they laugh evilly together. It's pretty bad, but it's oh, yeah, when they like, way. They don't know the mask won't save them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. They do a, an Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever imagine Thulis doing that laugh. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how his, like, mustache would move slightly. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, so I think Dr. Poison's solid, although nothing, you know, super interesting. Although, like, they could have explored her, not her power, but, like, what she does more with the poison, but whatever. And Ludendorff is an actual dude, like a history, like a person in history. We learned about him, um, in class. I think we actually learned about him when the film came out. There's something about a Ludendorff offensive. I mean, this was four years ago, so I don't particularly remember that much, but, um, specifically about No, that, that that is true, that is true. So anyway, trivia one. Eva Green was considered for the role of Wonder Woman and later for the role of Dr. Poison. Um, trivia 2, Eric Ludendorff is actually played by the reincarnated corpse of Eric Ludendorff. So, make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> so, thankfully... I like this very fir- the very first trivia was, I've, I've started a bit, a bit tough for you here, and now we've gotten into Ludendorff playing himself a hundred years in the future. So, um... What's it called? So now, thankfully, we're going to move on to Freddy's... I mean, I'm, st- I'm still going to set them up, but Freddy's trivia. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to talk the mm. whole time, but I guess Freddy will say, like, something. <laughs> this is still my podcast, just so you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so let's do that, starting off with Deathstroke. So, now, Mang. correct me if I'm wrong, does he not just show up for, like, a few seconds and that's it? Yeah, he's there for a few seconds, and he's also in Zack Snyder's Justice League very briefly in a apocalyptic future scenario where he has a mohawk, uh, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. So, Mang... Love the man. Love the bangs. <laughs> Leave an epic pause. <laughs> we don't get to see much of his acting, but um, it's, it's certainly there. He wasn't going to have, like, the most, you know, in-depth performance, but I think he could have been, like, a fun No, that, that, that comes in rampage out of control. <laughs> I think I think if they'd kept him around and they'd done the Batman thing, which I think they were, he was going to be in, he could have been, like, a fun villain, like, sort of a, 
I think so. Bit of like, like just kind of like a fun side villain kind yeah. of kind of thing. If they sort of played into, it seemed like he was, you know, he had a bit like a cheesy '80s kind of because like with his look as well, like with the yeah. the, the hair and the mustache and beard and stuff. Like I don't know, I think it could have been fun. We're going off of like 20 seconds of stuff, or whatever. So, I mean, because it's Mang, I think we'll give him more more props than. You know, like, Jesse Eisenberg probably spent months workshopping this character, and we're like, lol, trash. And then we're like, you know what, man? Yeah. He had some potential. <laughs> he was going to kill it. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's not exactly balanced, what we're saying, but... <laughs> but since there's... Is it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> since there's so little of Mang, what's your... We can go straight to trivia. What's, what's your trivia? All right. So, um, yeah. Ironically enough, the man with the shortest um, screen time has got the longest trivia here. Oh, well, that's as I would expect. <clears throat> All right. So... The two pieces of trivia is okay. A, yeah, and obviously you have to guess which is which is right or wrong. Right. First one, Zack Snyder was dead set on getting Joe Manganiello to play the role of Deathstroke in the Justice League movie. He wanted to get Joe on board as soon as possible, and therefore decided to message Joe directly instead of going through his agent, seeing as how he had his personal contact on his phone. He wrote Joe a message telling him he wanted to play Death, he wanted him to play Deathstroke, and asked if he could meet up for coffee the next day. He was surprised and confused <laughs> when, at the cafe the next day, someone other than Joe Manganiello showed up. This man was, in fact, Joe Montello, the director of the 1989 movie Cookie, whose contact details Zack Snyder had mistaken for Joe Manganiello's. Joe Montello was, a good, was good-natured about the mix <laughs> at first, but has since been reportedly upset, seeing as, how he, seeing as how he missed his daughter's birthday party so that he could meet up with Zack for coffee thinking it could be his chance to properly enter the world of acting. So that's one. <laughs> I see. God, that's actually tough. Or, Deathstroke is unable to get drunk. Upon receiving his regenerative superhuman abilities, he also lost the ability to suffer from the wounds of alcohol, meaning that Deathstroke could drink more alcohol than any other person on Earth and still not be incapacitated by it. God, you really, you really actually played the game here, where <laughs> you've actually, I mean, I went for David Thewlis has the twirliest mustache or whatever, and you've actually, you've actually stumped me. Believe me, it gets a lot worse for me. <laughs> I, th- I, mean, I, I had a, I had a rush of inspiration, and then it. <laughs> I think I've heard the second one. Like, I think I've read that somewhere, that you can't get drunk. So I'm. I'm gonna say you wrote that entire elaborate screenplay of a story about Joe Montello or whatever. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. god. I sat there and just had so much fun with it. I was like, Joe Mont. I, I wrote up. I wrote uh, celebrities that sound like Joe Manganello, and then Joe Montello came up. God, because you there were a lot of there was a lot of depth there, but I was like, and I was like, you wouldn't have included it like, this long of a story if he didn't, you know, find it somewhere. But then I was also like, but that's such a Freddy thing to do. So, <laughs> oh, man. That was, hey, when I said you were you were putting in your effort, your due effort for 95 episodes. Well, this, this was about 90% of my effort. <laughs> the rest kind of... Oh, well, brilliant. Very good. Jesus. All right. Yeah. Poor, poor Joe Montello being slandered here on the poorly planned. <laughs> I know. Also, I like how I said the director of the 1989 movie Cookie, which is arguably his least famous work. He's actually made some good stuff. <laughs> Like, I just didn't I, want to give him creds. I'd never, I'd never heard of it, so I was like, yeah, I assume that's that's correct. God, that was good. Jeez. Well, speaking of uh, things that are thanks, not thanks. good, Steppenwolf. Mm. Yeah. Not a brilliant act. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Steppenwolf the actor. Not a brilliant uh, villain. 
No. He's better... Especially especially in the first Justice League. Yeah. He's he, better in the Zack Snyder one. He's have, have you seen the Zack Snyder one? I forgot. I've, I've, not really. I've seen uh, the first two parts of it, but then I've seen a bunch of scenes on YouTube. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you get the gist. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's better in that, but not really by that much. It's mostly because he looks a little bit better, and they basically just flesh him out a little more. So, like, he still has the same basic motivation, but they just give it a little more time. But he also, there's just so many scenes of him saying the same shit over and over again. He's like, I can't even remember what it is exactly, yeah. but he's just, he's all, there's like five scenes where he's like, Darkseid will be pleased with me. Go find the mother box. And What's, I'm like, they do that. mother box. Also, Darkseid, <laughs> just to be sure, he wasn't a part of the first one at all, right? No, no. He was mentioned, but he wasn't, he wasn't in it at all. Um... Okay. But yeah, in the in the Whedon version, I mean, he looks. I mean, everyone. It's been memed to death, but like he looks like ass. Like, I mean, no offense, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a walking booty. That man. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, he just. I mean, it just. I think it's his face. I think they did well in covering his face a bit more in the Snyder one because his face just looks. So <laughs> yeah, they goofy. did a classic Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to just cover him up. Yeah, because he has such like a goofy, like Smash Bros. character esque face, and um, and just like the way his body's built, it just looks. Looks just strange and CGI, and I mean, and yeah. again, speaking of L- generic strange. villain dialogue, I mean, just generic all around, and yeah, he looks really badass in the BVS like deleted scene, but I guess like they they couldn't put enough emotion on that. I don't know. It's a lot of choices were made in the Whedon Whedon thing, but anyway, um, mm. trivia. <laughs> None of them good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, trivia. So first one, Kieran Hines, or I don't know how you pronounce his name, Kieran Hines, who plays Steppenwolf. Yep. in Zack Snyder's Justice League, was slightly confused by how the motion capture worked for his role in the movie. He was also filmed completely separately from the other cast members of the movie, meaning that he technically never directly worked with Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, or Gal Gadot, which made him seemingly quite sad and disappointed. <laughs> or... <laughs> the name for Steppenwolf came from the feud between Jack Kirby, the character's creator, and Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Jack Kirby reportedly despised Wolf Blitzer and was also known to be an unwaveringly petty individual. Hence, in an act of what he thought to be brilliance, he created the character Step and Spit and Pee on Wolf, which his colleague <laughs> eventually convinced him to change it to Steppenwolf for added subtlety. <laughs> oh my god, I need to step up my game here. You've got like actual jokes written here. I just usually just write some dumb shit. Oh my god. Well, I was I was very proud for a sec there because I, I thought I was about to like actually like now you see me magician you where I was like well actually I think Jack Kirby was not alive in the same time as Wolf Blitzer <laughs> for some reason you've included in this. Oh my god, that's that's wonderful. God, well poor um, poor um, so Kieran, which, which, Kieran Hines or whatever who didn't get to work with any of the actors. Yeah, he's, he's also yeah, the dude exactly. from from Game of Thrones. The yeah, the the Mance Raider. Yeah. Well, then we have Ocean Master from Aquaman. Ocean Master. Can I just say the lamest name ever? Well, his actual name is somehow worse. It's like Worm or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's legitimately. I think he's called, called Ocean Master. Real name. It's like it's Worm straight up. Um. <laughs> oh no, it's Orm. Well, that's that's Worm in Danish. F- it. Orm. Oh yeah, true. That is true. His name's Orm, Orm Dog. <laughs> Orm Dog. Or oh god, oh god. People are in the club. <laughs> Music stops as Orm Dog walks into the building. <laughs> All the ladies applaud. All the men bow. 
<laughs> the DJ dies. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's he's played by um what's his I really did an Eisenberg there. He's <laughs> I, ooh, I, <laughs> Eisenberg scats. <laughs> that sounds like really bad. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, wait a freaking minute. <laughs> Eisenberg is the scat man. Eisenberg uh, um. is the scat man. <laughs> what a sentence. That's gonna be the name of his like biopic. <laughs> um, uh, I am Scatman. Parentheses <laughs> Eisenberg. In parentheses sequel to I Am Legend. sequel to that Will Smith zombie movie. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah, Ocean Master, it, he's played by the dude from The Conjuring. Yeah, from The Conjuring, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no offense, but like, kind of, I think there's a meme about this, but like, kind of the most forgettable actor. Like, I mean, he's good, but like, I couldn't tell you his name for the life of me. Um, that no, could also just be yeah. dumb. I bet you he couldn't tell you my name, you know, so. I bet you he couldn't tell you his name. <laughs> I think he's solid. I think, yeah, compared, he's right. Compared he's got- to these others, because all of these have been absolute, like, not all of them, but a lot of them have been, like, either completely generic or just absolute off-the-rails train wrecks. Which, by the way, uh-huh. I I mean, I prefer the off-the-rail train wrecks. They're more fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But this one, I mean, it's the closest since General Zod, I think, to, like, you know, a pretty... A decent villain who isn't, like, a complete, like, joke, but also has, like, a little bit more motivation, a little bit more interesting to him. Um, I mean, he, I think they did well in, you know, it's the whole film in general, but, like, making this kind of cartoony, over-the-top character, like, Yeah, like, there's just so much, yeah, exactly, there's so much in this movie that it, like, Ocean Master or Orm doesn't really seem that out of place. Yeah, the whole movie is crazy, so having Ocean Master, and he's like, call me Ocean Master. Like, it, it kind of works in sort of Ocean a cartoony Master. way. Like, he's not yeah. the most interesting character ever, but the guy puts in a good performance, and, you know, for this movie. <laughs> I respect the man's hustle. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, for this kind of film, he, he you know, he's <clears throat> over-the-top and cartoonish in a fun way. It's pretty good. So go ahead with the, uh, the trivia. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so... A... Mm. Ocean Master was one was once caught Frenching Wonder Woman's aunt, which thusly sparked a war in which the entirety of Western Europe sunk beneath water. This is just a true historical fact, or <laughs> this is back to the Ludendorff era. <laughs> um, or Ocean Master was meant to be the name of Brenton Thwaites' character <laughs> in Blue Lagoon, but that had to be changed as the DC legal team got involved and threatened to sue. And threatened to throw Brenton Thwaites off a boat. Um, I was actually, we all know Brenton cannot swim. <laughs> I was actually pretty sure that, that the first one was going to be fake until I heard the name Brenton Thwaites exit your mouth. And I was like, oh, there's no way. <laughs> no, yeah, Brenton. <laughs> Brenton would get sued by all the lawyers. <laughs> Unrelated to this, just in general. <laughs> um, a ton of legal work <laughs> comes, with the f- comes with the job of being Brenton Thwaites. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have to absolutely speed around these, so I think this has gone from, you know, best and worst of DCU villains to just, I think we're gonna say, like, a couple of sentences and then just trivia. How's that sound? Okay. So, that, I mean... I'm here for it. Black Manta, there's not a ton to say anyway. I mean, like, I love his costume. It's so goofy and yeah. so... It fits so well into the film they made because they made such a goofy film. And, um, 
it does look a bit like styrofoamy, but like in a fun way. Um, character wise, like he, I don't know. I can't really remember. He gets a montage of him building a costume. Um, I th- yeah, it's like, yeah. And then he gets music. knocked off a cliff at the end, but somehow survives. I see solid. He's is a he good gonna, henchman villain. Is, 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 is he going to be? Yeah. He's, he's like what Joe Manganiello could be. Yeah. He's, and he's going to be in, um, Aquaman two rise of the kingdoms or whatever it's called. So there you go. Oh, rise of the orm. Very cool. <laughs> so hit me, hit me with the trivia. Uh, all right. So. The character of Black Manta was originally called Black Ant, but the creator then realized that an ant would not fare well in the sea, where most of Black Manta's fighting took place. He therefore had to change the name of the character to something more fitting, but loved the way the helmet looked and decided to keep the otherwise ant-looking helmet for Black Manta. Hmm. Or, (laughs) Black Manta was a founding member and leader of an organization called Nemo, not the fish. Huh. If the first one is you, that is some genuine creativity to spot that he looks like an ant. Um, I think the first one's true. The first one's true? Yeah. It's wrong! Really? It is! That is impressive! You you fooleth! Oh Oh my god. I'm kind of taken aback, you know. I didn't think think I'd be getting stumped on this. What the hell? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat there for 16 days <laughs> writing these. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't that long ago I asked you if you could do this. So you've, you've been, you've been, oh man. Well, hey, I mean, you did just trick me. <laughs> oh man, this guy loves the pot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't just show up for the paycheck that he doesn't get because we don't make money off this. Okay, well, 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 okay. <laughs> you give me credit, but it, it goes downhill from here. Um, then we have... Potentially my favorite DCEU villain, but mostly for meme purposes, Thaddeus Savannah. Yes. A.K.A. The Governor. The Governor. Also, I realized after I've done this that it was actually Mark Strong, and the trivia uh, I've done here has nothing to do with Mark Strong, so I do apologize. Well, I don't want to say, uh, I take back all the goodwill I've given you throughout this pod. <laughs> legit, legit this, is, this is as lazy as it could be, this, this coming <laughs> trivia. But yeah... Mark uh, Strong? In a way, that's what Strong character. deserves. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, Mark Strong's brilliant. One of our favorite actors. Cat's empty. <laughs> it's been a while since we hit one. Mm. Cat's empty. Um, yeah, so uh, the cat's empty. Go strong. Merlin, what the f*** are you doing? So anyway, um, um, Thaddeus. <clears throat> he is, his character is part of one of the worst scenes in superhero movie history, in my opinion, which is the opening scene of Shazam, where it's, like, his origin, and it, it is one of the worst, like, acted, written, effects, edited. I don't even remember that. What, what, what happens there? It's where they crash the car, like, his, he's a kid and his dad crashes the car. It was just, just execution-wise, one of the most horrendous things I think I've ever seen in the cinema. Mm. I mean, I'm going way too hard, I'm over-exaggerating, but god, what a, so anyway, that takes him down by ten strong points, but... Overall, he's just so fun because it's Mark Strong in a goofy, fun movie where he's supposed to be an over-the-top, goofy villain and, like, this over-the-top sinister where, like, he gets in an elevator and he just, like, he zaps the button with his zappy finger and he has these big-ass shades on for no reason. Like, I mean, there's probably <laughs> a reason. His eyes his eyes all messed up, so that's, that's probably why. But, yeah, just a... I mean, not super memorable, like, character-wise, but because it's strong, I'm going to say that's my favorite just, villain yeah. in anything ever. <clears throat> No, yeah, I, I agree. Not just villain, just character in anything ever. Yeah, just just actually, like, piece of pop culture, period. Actually, just anything ever. Mark yeah, Strong yeah. in Shazam is my favorite. 
<laughs> just food, drink. Second only to Thulus. <laughs> so go ahead with your... Alright. Which of these is Thaddeus Savannah's real alias or nickname? Okay. The world's wickedest scientist or the world's wickedest sexologist? <laughs> it fits so much better now that it's Mark Strong. Um, man. Yeah, that is... <laughs> man, that is the question, isn't it? Yeah, no, that is, that is a tough one. Um, well, then, speaking of Shazam, the seven sins... Um, these are his henchmen, um, uh, the seven deadly sins. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they, um, I mean, not much to say except, like, they're fine, interchangeable blobs, whatever. These, these are just the younger brothers of, um, Doomsday, aren't they? Just yeah. blobs of nothingness. And they have, like, slight different, different, the differentiations between them, but I sort of wish because they're, you know, the seven deadly sins, they would have played more into that in their designs, made them a bit more creative, but... So, like, honestly, I think the seven deadly sins is one of, like, one of the cooler parts of, like, yeah, things you can put into cinema, when you can, like, make them into something pretty cool and where they each symbolize the own thing, their yeah. own thing. And they're it's pretty... just done. It's just done terribly. Yeah, they're generic blobs, mostly. I mean, like, I think, like, Gluttony's probably, like, fatter or whatever, but, like, not 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 ideal, I guess. So what are your, what are your mm. things for this? Alright, so... The Seven Deadly Sins were originally thought up as a villainous group who went against Superman, but were afterwards reassigned to Shazam for the reason that they would not be hard enough for Superman to defeat and that if they were to face off, he would, quote, turn them into a sad and moist carbonara sauce. <laughs> For f***'s sake. Or. You've given yourself away here. <laughs> with your signature or, move. Or, and I think this a lot more, um, less likely, a lot more unrealistic, this one. In the Shazam movie, the sins were portrayed by stunt doubles in motion capture suits, while the vocal performance was provided by Stephen Blum, Fred Testasquire, Test and Darren DePaul. <laughs> God, that would be a goofy thing to make up. <laughs> right? That would be f***ing stupid. <laughs> I would love it if that's the one you made up. <laughs> God, a carbonara sauce. You absolute... Sorry. <laughs> you absolute fidelgard. Um, we have Black Mask, who genuinely, all, all memes aside, might be my favorite... Um, of the DCU villains. He's from Birds of Prey, mm. Ewan McGregor. I still haven't seen Birds of Prey. It's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Um, and McGregor, Ewan McGregor, that is. God, when I say McGregor, I mm. instantly think of... I, I instantly think Connor. Yeah. Um, he is... Yeah, he's good. He's delightful. He's really, like, being super, like, over-the-top, but, like, not in a Jared Leto kind of way, like, in a more believable character mm -hmm. kind of way. It and works. he also... He has, like... Yeah. When he's, like scary it actually works like he actually seems kind of like unhinged and crazy there's a scene in like his nightclub where he just like loses it and it genuinely is pretty like i don't know believable i guess more so than than like jared leto like it feels like there's more behind that mm. he has like his funny little quirks and like he talks about like these shrunken heads and stuff you know like and um yeah. and like i mean yeah villain wise like the black mask itself is like you know it's fine like the he doesn't do that much like exciting stuff like villain wise so what, what are his powers is he just is he just like a, a mobster with a gun yeah basically i mean he cuts people's faces off which is pretty scary stuff i mean yeah just for the performance alone i would say that's probably my favorite dcu villain so go go ahead with your with your thing so it's either black mask actually hates catwoman more than he does batman or ewan mcgregor was 
actually auditioning to play Batman. <laughs> and he got, or so he thought. And when he then got the call from his agent that he got the part, he was really happy, but was thusly confused when he showed up on set and was given a mask that was not, in fact, for the Batman. <laughs> I mean, that does sound like a very Ewan McGregor thing to do. <laughs> to be too big for your boots. <laughs> and then we have Victor Zaz, which genuinely, um, I have nothing to say about. He's a henchman, he's fine. Uh, he has, like, scars for everyone he kills, so you can just go ahead with your trivia. Mm. So, Black Mask kickstarted Victor Zaz's gambling addiction... An addiction that would eventually lead to him losing everything he cared about. A pretty, or, pretty dark one to make up. Mm, or, it was not in fact, it was not Black Mask who did this, but it was in fact the Penguin who did this to poor Victor. <laughs> I'm assuming you've made up the Penguin one. Mainly because it's a <laughs> reference to Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, you are in fact wrong, sir. Oh, it no! was the Penguin. God! <laughs> That's a, that's a that's a that's a clever one actually. That that's a pretty sneaky one. <laughs> thank you, thank or you. Maybe thank I'm you. just an idiot. <laughs> fair fair play. God, what a bastard that caused. I was about to say Coswald Oblepot, Oswald Cobblepot, or whatever he's called. <laughs> then we move on to Cheetah, aka Kristen Wiig in Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, hmm. You haven't seen this film, have you? I've not. It's not very good, in my opinion. So you're not you're not missing much. Um, I like Kristen Wiig, but she wasn't, I don't know, I feel like she was miscast in this, to be honest. She's not intimidating at all. She doesn't, like, the mm. comedy stuff, she handles pretty well, because, like, I mean, obviously she's a, like, great comedian, but... <laughs> Kristen Wiig does make me raffle at times, but, <laughs> but, but like, not it's, too much. The over-the-topness of her character, like, I know the whole movie's meant to be over-the-top, but it just, it doesn't commit to it in the same way that others do, like Aquaman, so it just mm. feels a little bit just dumb at times. I don't know. It's not a great movie review. This movie feels kind of dumb <laughs> when I look at it. I don't know. And Kristen Wiig is kind of uncool <laughs> and not scary. Like, I don't know. She's pretty good as, like, the nerdy, even if it's very over-the-top, the nerdy version. But then when she starts to become, like, super cool and cheetah and, like, and like scare, like a scary villain and, like, kind of unhinged and, like, not really on the right track. I don't know. Just, it didn't... There was never a moment where I was intimidated, if that makes sense. And I like to be quivering in my boots when I watch a film so right you you like to go oh shiver me timbers I've pissed myself when you watch a scary movie <laughs> precisely yeah exactly and um and also her cheetah costume <laughs> is um I mean the cheetah CGI it wasn't as bad as I was expecting but it's still not um great yeah still not great so not a, not a big dub personally mm. if I had to say so not 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 the biggest dub for for the DC no but um all right well let me let me hit you with the trivia here all right let's so Patty Jenkins, director of the movie, got the design idea for Cheetah's costume and look from watching Zootopia. Mm -hmm. So obviously, like, Cheetah's got her own thing, but, like, the specific parts of what she wanted Cheetah to look like, she, she got that inspiration from Zootopia. Right. Or, Cheetah has had romantic relations with both Clark Kent and Reverse Flash. <laughs> and now, this rests... Is, is not confirmed in this trivia. This is just me speculating. This is not confirmed, but could this be the reason behind her name? It is perhaps not based on her appearance, but more so her actions towards her significant others. <laughs> Hashtag the cheetah. <laughs> Are you sure the trivia was not saying that she's been with them, with them separately? <laughs> like it couldn't have been at the same time? Or No, it must have been, yeah. This, 
You this sniffed is, uh, it out. I, I don't know. I've, I, I, saw, I saw the headline and I knew it was a scoop. <laughs> you have a feeling about these things. Well, I guess you made up the Zootopia <laughs> thing? I did. Yeah, fair enough. Not a very clever thing to make up. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's somewhat believable, I suppose. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess it didn't suck. Um, then from Wonder Woman 84... I mean, a delightful meme performance. It's been a while in this in this list since we had, like, a disastrous performance, so it's good to have <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Let's, let's get to it. As Maxwell Lord. This one definitely... For, I, I know a lot of people liked it. This one falls... It's not as bad as Jesse Eisenberg or Jared Leto, but it's it's getting close, because it's really... It's not mm. good. No, it's... I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen a few scenes, and it does not seem like it is... Um all, it's not the best that Pascal has to offer acting-wise. It just, it just seems, again, like he was completely miscast. Like, it, he doesn't fit this character at all. Like, he's not... I don't know. It just He's supposed to be this, like, flustered 80s businessman, and then, like, he slowly gets corrupted and becomes more crazy. And he's... I don't <laughs> feel like Pascal is the most corrupt man already? <laughs> no, like, I don't feel like... He played either of them that well, like, and this is not really an insult to Pascal, but, like, he wasn't a good fit for it. Like, the flustered businessman kind of thing, I didn't think he was, I mean, I guess he's he supposed fine. to be kind of like a two-faced kind of guy where, like, he starts off all right, and then he, like, slowly develops into... No, I think it's more like he has this, like, darkness within him that comes from, like, but he has, like, good within him, and then, like, the darkness gets, you know, fills him as this, he, sn- he snorts this magic stone, like, cocaine, and then, like, he... I mean, uh, so, something like that happens, you know. And then at the end, he's just screaming, and he's just insane. He's like, I will... Uh, okay, he doesn't do the Eisenberg, but he's like, I will take over. <laughs> I, ooh, I, <laughs> Everyone will get their wishes, bruh. And he does extreme over the top. And I think I think he was thinking it was more of like an Aquaman-type movie, where like that performance would fit in more. Because I guess it's sort of hard yeah, to tell yeah. when you're like on set with all this, like, you know, all this insanity yeah, I guess that you have Pe- to scream. Pedro heard that there was going to be a woman who turns into a cheetah in the movie as a real person. And he was like, oh, this, this is going to be a goofball one, isn't it? And then yeah. he decided to do this. And so, and it just, I don't know, didn't work for me at all. It's kind of funny. Like, if we watched it together, I think we'd have some fun with it. But didn't, I mean, okay. I don't <laughs> think Pedro's horrible, but I just don't think he fitted it at all. And like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not a fan for me. It missed the mark a little bit for me. Mm, okay, okay. Well, hear me out here. Okay. Maxwell, so trivia. Maxwell Lord has an alter ego. And it's very important that this is not... This is not an alias or, like, a nickname. This was written distinctly as an alter ego. Okay. <laughs> Maxwell Lord has an alter ego that adheres very much to originality and differentiation. This alter ego is, of course, aptly named Maxwell Lord the Sixth. <laughs> right, okay. So the man's alter ego is just <laughs> himself, but the sixth of him. Wait, is that like a time travel thing or, or something? How does that work? Or, or, during one of Pedro Pascal's scenes in the movie, the director was apparently not fully content with the gusto and emotional strength that Pascal was delivering and decided to make this known by quoting Maxwell Lord himself and saying, this is good, but it can be better. <laughs> to which Pedro laughed and smiled and promptly left the set and never came back. <laughs> Which is why the last few scenes of Maxwell Lord were actually completely CGI. <laughs> God. I mean, that one is... I think I've seen the video of that happening, so that one, that one definitely... <laughs> right? Exists. There's some, like, backstage found footage. <laughs> A Christian Bale-esque moment. Um, <laughs> God. Well, I mean, yeah. 
on the on the first one, just on his like comic counterpart, he's nothing like his comic counterpart, which is fine. But I just thought it was funny that like they could have made him just any businessman or like whatever, and they made him this character who he's not anything like from what I've read, Maxwell Lord. But um, mm. God, yeah, he did he did put out a great meme. So there there is that. For <laughs> there is that, and then finally, Darkseid, who shows up for about five minutes in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, mm. There's not much to is say. That like I mean, setting up future movies, or yeah, that'll probably never happen now. So that's that's wonderful. Uh, uh, I mean, he looked pretty good for like the Snyder world. He looked like he fit in, and Darkseid is a character who would fit in the Snyder world like pretty well because he's already mm. gray and hulking, or whatever. I like Darkseid yeah, as a character. Uh, uh, I think he's a pretty cool villain. They've already done Thanos in the MCU, so it might feel a little like similar. But he has his. I feel like he's more like. He has less humanity than Thanos. Like, Thanos in Infinity yeah. War, he has those moments where, like, you kind of... You know, he has his, his sad boy moments. And then, like, I feel like Darkseid is more just, like, a big old, big old asshole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you describe Darkseid? Big old asshole? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's all I would have to say. Go, go for trivia. <laughs> Darkseid was once played by Andre Brower, the actor who plays Raymond Holt. Or... John Hamm auditioned to voice Darkseid <laughs> and was turned away almost immediately. God, well, I, I know the Raymond Holt one is true, so I, I will have to go with that. Okay. But I could, so, I could see... Um, so it's two truths. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Hamm being absolutely rejected. I mean, we don't know that that didn't happen, to be fair. So That is true. <laughs> it's almost possible that it... It's, it's almost more likely that it did happen than that it didn't. <laughs> So overall, my favorite villain would probably be Black Mask or Thaddeus Savannah, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, I guess. Uh, what what would you say your favorite villain is? Oof! Like again, I haven't seen like almost half of these, but of the ones I have seen, it would probably have to be probably also Thaddeus. Thaddeus is a good boy. Yeah. That's that's weird, but Thaddeus <laughs> is is the one. Um. Well, now, so that was the topic for this week. Those are the DCEU villains. Um, also, I forgot to tell you to subscribe at the start of the pod. Damn it. Um, but... Damn it? Alright, we'll, we'll lose 16 subscribers now? <laughs> Damn it? But, um, anyway, yeah, so hope you enjoyed that. Uh, who are your favorite DCU villains? Let us know down below in the comments. Who's your favorite and least favorite, and who's the most memeable, let's say? Because there, there are quite mm. a few memeable ones in there. Three awards for, for them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I do believe it's time for... The Tom Knuge. So, uh, this is just the first thing that showed up when I searched Tom Cruise. I mean, Cruise. Um, <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise is from Yahoo Life. Tom Cruise is holidaying on a 32 million pound super yacht off Cornwall Coast. So, um, it Damn. has its own jacuzzi. Cornwall? Why is he in Cornwall? Uh, That's like a shitty place in England, isn't it? <laughs> wow, way, to, way to insult everyone who lives in Cornwall. I'm sure it's a yeah, lovely so, place. Sorry. But I'm just um, thinking, there are better places you could go. Don't even, don't even cap people from Cornwall. You know that's true. I mean, yeah, the Maldives are probably more desired for like yacht locations for for cruise. Yeah. But in fairness, he was he. I mean, he has been in, like doing an England spree with like Wembley and yeah, like Wimbledon and the Euros and stuff like that. So maybe he's just gotten some weird <laughs> UK fixation now. Well, the name of the boat is also what I assume cruise. This, I don't know. This seems like a weird code for something cruise does, but I couldn't tell you what. It's called the Triple Seven. <laughs> it seems like either like an alcoholic combination that Cruz takes, like a number of shots in a row or something. I don't know. Are you allowed to drink in Scientology? 
I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I must say, I'm not really clear on the rules of Scientology. I know basically nothing about Scientology except, well, you know, let's not speak out of turn, but it's probably not the best thing ever. But, you know. Well, I mean, when, when Cruz sees you soon, he's going to be <laughs> he's gonna really be upset. Um, anyway. <laughs> so you said that Scientology is not the best thing ever? <laughs> what? <laughs> probably really really bad i'm just like going like it's probably not the greatest maybe it's great though it's, it's probably not yeah I, I i don't want to be on record saying that it's probably really bad i don't know they have one in copenhagen they have like a church of scientology one of my friends went yeah, to it right next to a bunch of bars or they got they got two of my friends they got like not i don't want to say dragged in but they were like they were out on a night out <laughs> i don't want to say they got beaten over their head <laughs> with clubs and then forced to watch trump who's dance for two hours but that's what happened <laughs> no they were like they were out there because it's like near some bars and so they were like you know they're out drinking and then like some people from the from the church they like ushered them in and they were like they had to kind of like go in and then they sort of like had to mount an epic escape <laughs> I, mean, I don't i think they just walked out but like i don't know anyway mm. anyways I, that was... i've got i've got i've got i've got some news here while the whole program's meant to rid people's bodies of harmful toxins there's no rule in the scientology handbook that says churchgoers can't consume alcohol or cigarettes. There we go. So anyway, that was the Tom Cruise. This kind of just turned into us flexing like Tom Cruise's like house and his boats and his like mansions and stuff. So yeah, I guess you're welcome, Cruise. <laughs> um, and now it's time for the announcements and such, which are recorded later. This was recorded on July 24th. The announcements are recorded later on the week. Take it away, us. And we're back for the announcements and such segment. I got Freddy on the phone. We have an epic setup here of... of I, have, I, I see myself and the Hudson. <laughs> I'm holding him up, like, basically to a mirror in a weird way, but he still is talking to the mic. I'm honestly trying to think of a way to do this better. Um, <laughs> but... But, but this, this is peak. I can't think of it. This is pretty epic. Um, so, not a, not a ton of announcements this week, but we, we move. Um... <laughs> desolate <laughs> firstly the comments um sean grant most enthusiastic hello everyone i've ever heard yeah I, i'm trying to hit it more like not as depressed you know because i'm always like hello everyone so you know i gotta although i think the next episode i guess i'm still doing this stupid thing but um i guess freddie <laughs> wants me to um daniel at the movies is so good thank you daniel Cal W says there's nothing better than sitting on the toilet listening to the poorly planned podcast. I mean, <laughs> I don't, know if that's a, don't know if that's an insult or a compliment, but we'll take it. I mean, I get. I mean, I don't know. I I'll take it as a compliment. I, mean, I, I love sitting there and watching and listening to stuff on the toilet. So I guess it, compliment. He could be saying, yeah, it it fits the bathroom environment because it's so. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, we'll we're take gonna, this. We're, like, gonna be, we're gonna be optimistic. Yeah. And naive and think he's complimenting. <laughs> yeah, us. and say thank you, Cal. Um, GC Green started to worry that those seagulls were gonna swoop down and attack BHL. Would have made for an exciting recording, but death by seagull is a tragic way to go. Very true. I also like that he didn't mention that the fact that I would die would be tragic. It's mostly just the oh, method. Yeah. Like the way that <laughs> the way that would look on public record. Yeah. <laughs> Anson Hartzler. Yeah. So he is kind of a. A long comment, but it was very, it was very nice. <laughs> this is kind of way too long for me to care about. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I've read it all. I'm just like, just gonna summarize. He basically was saying because we mentioned in the last pod because it was so you know haphazard of us running around trying to figure out how to record um, that like we shouldn't really worry about it. And it was one of our funniest ever. And like, um, and you know it's true when we say like yeah the fans like probably don't care about like you know 
the the weird recording, which I think is true. I think sometimes we we mention it a little too much. Like you know, it's funny, but also we shouldn't be like so self deprecating. Like God, this podcast is so fucking terrible. <laughs> so um. Yeah, yeah. As you can tell from listening to the pod, we're definitely perfectionists. Um, and he said, "Congrats on a thousand as well. Been so much fun to follow this pod. It's brought me so much joy. Can't wait for whatever chaos may ensue in episode one hundred. And yeah, just a very nice comment in general. Thank you, Anson. Oh, very, very bloody wholesome. Yeah. Um, also, you watch the Game Grumps because that also um, made him cry laughing along with the pod. Uh, I'm not familiar with the Game Grumps that closely, but I will take it as a compliment to be put in the same sentence as them." GC says, about a month ago, I started out my first ever job as a restaurant buser. Busser? What is it? B-U-S-E-R. Am I just stupid? What is that? Buser. Buser? Restaurant abuser? Know. You go in and just, like, smack around the just, staff? Just go in and just hit the customers? <laughs> restaurant. I'm assuming, you know, I mean, waiter, cleaning, some kind of restaurant, you know, job. Uh, it must be a busser, right? Busser, but yeah, potentially. This is just us being morons, the pod. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and lately it's been a bit stressful. Yesterday I had a 12-hour shift for the first time. What the f- Can you make someone work 12-hour shifts? Like, I know it's a thing, but like- In Denmark, you're max allowed to make someone work 8 hours. Yeah, like, my, my girlfriend was working, like, 7-8 hours, and I was like, god damn, 12 hours, bro. Especially, I mean, GC, I believe he said in the comment he was like- 14 or 15? So call the cops on the restaurant? Question mark. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, please. Can we get this place shut down? <laughs> <laughs> and after powering through it, I came home, made a sandwich, listened to the pod, really lifted me up after a long, stressful day, so thank you for that. Just, I just, I love these, like, comments and stories, because it's so, like, I can, I'm sure you can as well, like, I can really relate to it, like, coming home after, like, a really tough, you know, day at school, or, like, a tough piece of work or something, and then just, like, putting on some entertainment you like, and the fact that, like, we yeah, can do that. It's like a surreal feeling. So, hey, I'm sorry it was tough, and good luck with your work. And I'm I'm happy we could we could make it a little bit a little bit better. Thank you, GC. Yeah, yeah. Lovely, lovely comment. Movie guy says this episode truly lives up to its name. Very true. Was poorly, very poorly planned. And <laughs> this comment made me laugh so hard. See, I told you said I sent my friend the short of you two talking about how to kill Olaf, which I, I put up a little YouTube short. I'm experimenting right, a bit. And he says um. This is absolutely sadistic. Why do you watch these people? He replied. Which, <laughs> which was so good. It's, 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 a very, very, very fair comment. Such a brutal video. But I love it so much. But yeah, it's. I was like, we should put something out there. Because, you know, the shorts, they like, they like get recommended a lot. So I was like, okay, like if we put something out there, maybe like a bunch of people will see it. Who knows? And I was like, what should we put? I was like, yeah, we should put the one where we talk about brutally... Like destroying Olaf, <laughs> a beloved I'm character. That'll turn many younger audiences away. Yeah, yeah well, many audiences of any age, just any <laughs> audience at all. Anyways, that was wonderful. Then on the fan page, the fan page um, hit sixty-nine followers, and he just wrote "nice," so you know. It's kind of epic. Yeah, the, the epic, epic meme. Very good. And um, I think that's the announcements for this week. So yeah, um, we are on. Check out the fan pages linked down below. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're listening there, we're on YouTube. Go subscribe. Leave a like. Comment your thoughts on the episode down below and what we talked about. And uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave a rating, preferably a good one. And, um, yeah. Please, if, if you're going to go send hate, please send that directly to us instead of make it public. Yeah, pl- yeah. you can just bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com if you want to send your no, how no, much you hated the episode. That's where all the, the hate fan hate comes. Yeah, um, don't ruin our rating, please. <laughs> so, anyway, um, back to the pod. Wow. 
I can't wow, believe I can't believe Tom Cruise's boat sank. <laughs> and up rose Thulus. <laughs> Thulus the sea god. He just had enough of Thulus. It. Thulus becomes Ocean Master. <laughs> god, what a crossover. Um. So anyway, thank, thank you very much for listening. I like the genuine awe in your in your voice. <laughs> Such a what lame a thing to say. Um, so thank you very much for listening. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. Also, um, please subscribe. I think I said that in the announcements, actually. <laughs> Never mind. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, go ahead. I, I think I will say that in the announcements. Hmm. God, I, I fucked that up. God, let's delete this podcast, please. Um... You can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at F Dalgard. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time. Thulus. <laughs> the hand movement when you said Thulus was something of, of great power. <laughs> Thulus. <laughs>